Hello and Happy New Year to you all. Let's hope 2021 allows us to get back to doing what we love. Uh, we are doing a news update pod today, having found a way we believe to allow us to record remotely. Uh, as like everyone else in the UK, we're now into lockdown number 424, I think it feels like. Uh, but we're not going to be able to meet for another couple of weeks yet. So this is a news roundup. And if it goes well, we'll be doing the full season review in due course. Thanks, guys. Hi guys, welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. Yes, it has been a long time um, and through tif- technical difficulties um, we are still separated but we're, we're going to do our best for you um, as we know that some of you have missed us. Thank you for your messages over the, the winter break. We hope you all had a lovely Christmas and a happy new year. Um, but we thought we'd give you a bit of an off-season update because there have been lots going on. Uh, we've got about five or six items to cover um, and we'll we'll go through them in some sort of chronological order and uh, some which we find bigger news than others isn't that right yeah absolutely it's good to be back uh, it's good to be talking about something other than when w- this hell will all end so it's nice to be able to get back to uh, talking british touring cars if you sam yeah, silly season is fully in force um, and there have already been some uh, surprise announcements, surprise moves, uh, although not too many drivers announced among it all, strangely enough. Um, but I think the first one we would look to get onto is the Team Hard lineup, obviously running a new car, and then they're merging with Laser Tools Racing. Yeah, so as we all know, the Cupra is the new car this season uh, to be run by Team Hard. Uh, Four cars will be run uh, as Cupras, um, with three of the drivers having already been announced. Uh, The last seat, perhaps the headline seat maybe, is uh, yet to be uh, announced, uh, as is any form of uh, sponsorship is to be announced yet as well. Do you think there's going to be extra sponsorship? Well, I mean... One assumes that RCIB will be involved somewhere along the line. They are normally, but there's not guaranteed, of course. Um, and if they're going to run four cars, we're going to have all four of the same sponsorship. Are we going to see two sets of two, like we saw in 2019? Are we going to see a set of uh, three with a uh, fourth one running another banner like we did with Carl Bordley last year? Um, I'm not sure. Team Hard to run four brand new cars, you would think would need some form of sponsorship along the way. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, it'll be interesting to see whether they'll run with any manufacturer backing, considering that by the looks of it, all of their four cars will be the new, say, Atlay and Cupras. And that, that, that merging with laser tools is very much behind the scenes. Um, and I think we will see a, a split between the two teams on tracking, colours and design and stuff like that. And, and that move that uh, Carl, Carl Bordley has made switching from his BMW 1 Series which I think in all fairness wasn't very competitive last season and he had a lot to learn in it and it didn't go to plan um, which I think is why he's made the move to what we've seen to be obviously the title winning car from last season um, so them running as a three car outfit at Laser Tools as it were um, 
that's going to be interesting. Uh, whether they're all running the same colours or whether Carl Bordley will bring back that dynamic gold that he always seems to have, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a surprising one in many respects because if Laser Tools want to push now and challenge Dynamics and WSR for the title in the teams, it makes sense that you have a three-car approach, particularly with Motorbase running three, WSR will probably run three again, and obviously Dynamics tend to score good points most weekends. I look at Moffat and Bordley alongside Sutton, and do I believe all three will be scoring points every weekend? I'm not sure I do. I'm a slightly surprised, therefore, that the third driver isn't one of the more established drivers. Obviously, Bordley's only still fairly new into this. Um, obviously, contested the Jack Sears last season. It's not a bad driver by any stretch of the imagination, but if they're going to try and knock on the door of winning that team's championship, I'm I'm not sure. Although, having said that, Adam Moffat really needs to have a good season in the car this time around, now having a whole year and a half in it. Performances really need to improve from him this this time out. I think. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, and I think if you if you look at a team like Motorbase, a couple of years ago they they had one really strong driver, which Laser Tools have obviously got in the the reigning champion in Ash Sutton. But their their two almost backup drivers were never as strong and were never really getting into the top ten. And I think it could be a case of development. Um, one one in the car. Running three cars, you're always going to have a, a, a steeper development rate. And then from that, they can look to bring the right kind of drivers in. Obviously, Moffitt is is there because it's very much his his backing of team with the, the Laser Tools branding. And Ash has the BMR side of it. And I think it could be very much a make-or-break season for Carl Bordley running in that third car. Now this is the third car that I believe has come brand new to them. Um, I don't think we've ever had three Infinities before. Um, So it'll be interesting to see whether he gets the new one or whether Ash gets the new one and he gets a hand-me-down, which he seems to be quite used to um, now, having run at Team Hard for the last couple of seasons. Um, So another rear-wheel drive car for him. Uh, which I think he'll be looking forward to. But as you say, Adam Moffitt is also going to need to improve vastly. Um, however, he's almost got his foot constantly in the door because of the, the sponsorship backing that he brings. Yeah, absolutely. And we have mentioned this is a partnership with Team Hard, but that's very much a pooling of resources and data between the two teams. They're not going to be giving way to each other on track Um presuming they're all running in the same sort of area this is more of a data share similar I suppose to what BTC had with Dynamics last season albeit perhaps a little bit more formal in um, you know sharing parts and bits and pieces of each other I imagine there'll be some form of common sponsor between the seven cars as well somewhere along the line whether that's RCIB possibly um, or or whether that's even laser tools across there'll be so I think there'll be some form of perhaps not the main sponsor but a big sponsor across the seven will be uh, consistent as a sort of joint business venture if you will well i certainly think across um both the teams there has already been like uh sponsorship packages and um hopefully once we get back to the the tracks as spectators there will be spectator packages where you can go and see all seven cars and seven drivers and they'll be all in the the same uh unit as it were 
Um, so it, it's a little more um, supporter friendly in that way, I suppose. Um, and they'll they'll probably look to rake in a lot more income through those sorts of things, being able to offer probably the best package on the grid for that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving to Team Hard then, we have got three of the drivers announced. Uh, so we've got Aaron Taylor-Smith is uh, back on the grid, uh, having raced, I think, last time round with the BMR and the Subarus. Uh, we have got Glyn Geddy, perhaps a slight surprise, him returning to the field. Uh, he stepped in well last season on the Team Hard merry-go-round for the uh, CCs. Impressed a fair amount, I suppose. He was, you know, consistent... Racy. Yeah, score points, as you say. So, yeah, perhaps a slight surprise to see him retained, but, uh, but look, looking forward to seeing what he can do in a full season. And then, of course, the, the gem of the crown, uh, Jack Goff, former race winner, will be certainly hoping for a lot more competitiveness out of the Cupra. Uh, and, of course, all his success came in a similarly shaped Honda Civic in the Wicks days. So, interesting to see what, what Goff can do with that car. Yeah, I think Goff probably jumped at the opportunity to be able to uh, take that car on because I think he's signed a multi-year deal. Uh, I think he's there for two years and he will be looking to develop and push that car to its limit. And I think having that, that possibly him being the flagship driver for Team Hard um, will encourage other drivers to come along knowing that Jack Goff, proven race winner on the podium several times before and knows how to run a car of that similar ilk, as you say. And, yeah, Glingedi had good performances last season when he came in last minute. Um, had almost a full year in 2014 where he had some decent points results, had a highest finish of 12th, and then had a couple of rounds in 2018 with the MG6 fantastic car that was um, but did manage to score points in it again um, and I think of the drivers that came into that team hard unit last season Glingedi was probably the one that looked the raciest for me yeah it'd be difficult to disagree with that assessment he certainly um, came in as you say as a bit of a shock a bit last minute but did the business um, looked a safe pair of hands looked very competent with the machinery he was piloting um, and I think you know all Alls, at the end of the day he did a pretty good job with what, what they had um, I think as you say Goff will be the flagship driver pending who the fourth driver announcement is um, and they'll be certainly looking this season to make a, an impact in the team's championship with, with four new cars the, they could have real scope to really shake it up with that fourth driver if they wanted to now, I think that is very much budget dependent on the driver that comes in uh, there is one driver that I have in mind that is still looking for a budget that would probably fit quite nicely into that team, which is Rick Parfit Jr. Okay, I was wondering to myself whether they go for one of the girls, whether that be Jess Hawkins or Jade Edwards, uh, or whether Max Coates gets his fabled drive in the touring cars. Those are the sort of the three names that I'd been sort of thinking about as uh, possible people to go into there. Yeah, they are possibilities as well. Um, I think Jade a little less so because I feel that she may have burnt a few bridges with um, Team Hard over the last couple of seasons. Um, but I certainly see why you would think that, especially from the outings that they had last season. Uh, going on to Aaron Taylor-Smith now, um, a name that some of you may or may not know before. 
Um, as you say, he's been in the, the Volkswagen CC back when it was with BMR. Um, he was in that, that Chrome Edition one. Um, and he's also raced the MG6 uh, GT for RCIB Insurance. Um, he's had a decent run um, as a driver in the in the touring cars. He's taken a win before. He took a win back in 2012 in the Ford Focus with uh, Redline. Back when <laughs> Motorbase again didn't have a main sponsor. Uh, finished 8th in the championship that year. Uh, the following two years he finished 9th. And then 11th, 15th and 27th. Uh, the last time we saw him in touring cars was in 2017. Uh, in, let's say, a poor car in that MG6. I think he could be an early dark horse for the Independence Championship. Certainly to shake things up in there because he has got the pedigree. He has got the racecraft. Um, and in a car that we think will be competitive or certainly hope will be competitive mm. I think he could offer a, a real surprise dark horse package to the grid um, you know this isn't a driver that's got to learn how to race in the touring cars he's already cut his teeth in this uh, in this class so I wouldn't be shocked if we saw him mixing it with the big boys uh, more often than not actually. Yeah I, I think this season for Team Hard is very much down to how they develop the car um, and I think that looks like it's going to be very much down to Goff and uh, Taylor Smith, depending who that fourth driver is. Um, and Geddy will be very much there learning learning what it's all about and having a full season in a brand new car. But yeah, the develop... You think you'll get a full season? <laughs> Funding depending, probably. The Team Hard merry-go-round, if it's, it's broken and out of use this season or if it's going to be... Full in force, I think, plays a big part. It'd be nice to see all four drivers make it through the year, to be honest. Um, one thing that I did think about for the fourth car, which I didn't mention, was I wonder if they might be tempted to take a PMR approach and do guest drives for the fourth car um, each round um, as a possibility for drivers on their program to give people... Because uh, obviously they got they run in lots of disciplines, Team mm. Hearts, so whether they, yep. they would give weekends to... Uh, drives on their programs or not, or whether they want to go for a full four-prong settled approach. I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I think it would be very much down to one whether there's going to be fans at races this year, um, and how early we can get fans to race if races if it is possible. Um, because as I said in in the small bit at the start, it could be very much dependent on the packages that they put together behind the scenes. Um, as to whether they'll need more money coming in from that or more money coming in for drivers bringing sponsorship. Yeah, I'll wait and see on that one. Um, shall we move on to Speedworks then? Yes. Um, a, a possible bombshell that people weren't expecting um, over the winter break. Um, all kicked off with a very cryptic message from Mr Tom Ingram himself. Um, on his Instagram, of him packing up a box of things, including the Hansford Sensors um, calendar and the the Ginsters pasty, and we thought, oh no, what's going on here? Um, but we didn't. Well, I say we don't have to worry too much. We yet to find out where he will be going, but we do know that him and Speedworks with Toyota Gazoo Racing have parted ways. Um, and it seems to be for commercial reasons. 
Yeah, it appears to be. But first of all, it's harmonious. He's been very uh, yes keen to keen to put that out there. That it's been a, a harmonious split. Reading between the lines, it appears to be a case of that there's been differences of opinion on sp- sponsorship, effectively, to what commercial decisions need to be made. And obviously, Tom has got Ginsters backing and Hansford Sensors backing. Toyota mm. have got Gazoo backing. Um, so it's possible they want to run Toyota with Gazoo as the main sponsor but obviously the last few seasons it has been Ginks as the main sponsor with Hansford as effectively the secondary sponsor I have not come across in my years of watching touring cars a team that's had to turn away sponsorship that always seems to be the the thing they need the most Um, but it appears in this case that Toyota with the manufacturing backing are looking to go to a two-car outfit and are looking to run as Toyota and Gazoo. It makes them sound very privileged doesn't it? No no we don't we don't need your money thank you um, so yes, as you say, it does look like they'll be running. Obviously, they were a manufacturer team for the last couple of seasons since they bought the Corolla in, um, and we've been <laughs> almost pleading them to bring that second car in. And with this announcement, it does seem almost certain that they will be running two cars for next season. And the the reason for Tom not being there is is fairly obvious from what has been announced um but yeah questions have been raised about where he goes yeah uh, uh, there's an article i've written for the website which we'll be releasing next week so i don't know spill too much of that and waste one of your days next week but i think he's really got to be careful where he goes um in the sense of he's at the point now where i think he's contested that or been in the hunt for the title in the last three seasons yeah. uh, in the event sis and then the two years in the Corolla um, he's obviously one of the most capable drivers on the grid he, this is not a time to be taking a step down I think he's got to be particularly careful of where he ends up um, obviously a seat is better than no seat but for the talent he has we really don't want to be seeing him making up the numbers as it were um, I think that Options could possibly include WSR or Dynamics, possibly, possibly Motorbase, probably Accelerate. Um, I, I mean, but I think if, he, he can just put himself out there and go, who wants me? Because he's he's got that driver quality behind him and, and people know exactly what they're going to get with him. Um, and they'll get someone that works hard, that is consistent, that is always going to put you in a position where the car is normally in one piece by the end of the race. And we'll get you pretty much into a title fight by the, by the end of the year, car depending. I think he'll be at Sicily. If I had to point to a team I think he'll end up at, I think he'll go to Sicily. Morgan, of course, a former Speedworks um, alumni. So yep. I think we will, if I was to place a bet, and given that Boutel has already been announced at, at Accelerate, which we'll come to, I think if I had to place a bet, I'd put Tom at Sicily alongside Morgan. With then having the BMWs, which we'll get to in a moment, with Ginsters uh, and Mag Tools being the, the the sponsors. Well, yeah, it it could be a very interesting um, addition to where he goes. Bearing in mind, he will be bringing the Hansford Center sensors and the Ginsters package, because you would assume that when he brings the Ginsters package, he's going to have that as the big sponsor on the car like he has done for the last um season or two with the corolla um so (laughs) which cars it fits on i don't think it fits with wsr because they're bmw backed unless it is that third car 
that they run. They use the fur car like Jordan did. Yeah. Uh, that's the main reason I don't think he goes to Dynamics is because they're they're Halfa Juassa and that is what they will be. I don't think they'll need any more sponsorship and they won't have a bigger sponsorship or a big enough sponsorship slot for those sponsors on the car. Sicily, yes, is a possibility. Um, we know that obviously Robottom has been there the season before last running his Cataclean sponsorship and and I think... But bringing in those BMWs, you're going to have to need to bring a bit of money with you to to back up the reason for Sicily doing that. Um, Accelerate, yes, we'll go on to them soon. I think Accelerate as their own brand last season in the Hyundai's done really well, and I think they'll keep with that same sort of design. I don't think they would accept having Jinsters and Hansford sensors all over the car. Um, the, the trade price link to Accelerate, which we'll get onto, that could be a possibility, depending how closely those teams run. And the team Hard Cupra, which I think is possibly the other place, is... Well, yeah, it depends how they run the liveries and how they run the team layout for that. Because you could quite easily see a couple of Cupras running Jinsters um, sponsorship. Yeah, I would agree. I think, as I say, I think Sicily is where I'd put the money, just because him and Morgan are not the you know not enemies, um, and I think that they'll be looking for as many sponsorship opportunities as they can, given the fact they've got the BMW um, to run. Going the other way to who will be at Corolla, that's a big question as well. Uh, if it is two, Rob Austin, I would assume maybe, given he's been in and around the, the works the, mm-hmm. the behind the scenes for the last couple of seasons. Rory Butcher likes a move between teams, doesn't like to get the seat too warm, so he might end up in a Corolla maybe. Tom Chilton is possibly driverless as things stand. Uh, so I, th- I think there's a out of those a host of names. Out of those three drivers um, I think they're going to want one at least one big driver. To be a manufacturer outfit in the British Touring Cars, you'd need that that title challenging driver, which I think they could go. Tom Chilton has come very close to winning titles before in British Touring Cars and <laughs> World Touring Cars. I see you laughing at me. He was nowhere near last season, we know. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> and I think a driver like that could, could it pull in a lot, but also Rory holds those sort of appeals to that team as well um however we'll get on to where motorbase are later well i think with speedworks a lot is speculation because we only know one one thing and that's tom won't be driving for them so let's speculate some more but instead move to accelerate who are going to be doing the 2021 season with a four car assault of hyundai's having merged with trade price cars who formerly ran the Audis. This was announced prior, I think, to the last meeting, or certainly around about the time of the last meeting uh, of the 2020 campaign. Uh, And we've got one driver confirmed there at present, which is Jack Butel, who's made the step across from uh, Sicily. Deserves it, in my opinion. Had a great debut season. Was one of my drivers of the season, actually, for what he achieved uh, in his rookie year. Um... But there are now three seats to fill, and by my reckoning, there's at least five people, just on the just on who was there last year. So, 
on that basis, there's going to be some people missing out. I was going to say, shuffling the deck, there are there are a lot of cards to fit in not many places. Uh, yes, I agree, Butel uh, really deserves the um, opportunity of driving one of those Hyundais. Um, I believe he'll be under the, the trade price side of it, whether they keep that trade price sponsorship, we're, we're yet to see. Um, however, I think both Accelerate Boys from last year, Senna Proctor and um, Chris Smiley, both had solid seasons. Senna, better than Smiley, he seemed to adapt to the car a lot quicker. Um, however, Smiley was um, getting some decent results, and I think this year will be a year that we see the Hyundai finally win a race. Uh, they got very close a couple of times last season. And yeah, the, the other drivers that could be there. I mean, we've got Bobby Thompson, who probably should have won the Independence title last season if it weren't for his massive accident. Jack Sears. Jack Sears, sorry. Uh, Jack Sears trophy, if it weren't for that massive accident at Croft. Um, and I think he would be really unfortunate if he missed out on one of the seats. Um, the other three boys that stepped in, we've got Ethan Hamilton, who did okay. Paul Rivette had one bad weekend, one decent weekend, and then obviously you had uh, Gornall there for the majority of the season. Um, however, he suffered with funding towards the end. Uh, Gornall never really kicked on from that really good performance at the start of the season. Um, and I can see... I can see both sides of why, yes, they would like to have him again. Um, although adapting to a new car could be difficult. But I can also see why they would move on to someone else. Um, so I would expect Bobby Thompson to be there alongside Butel and probably both Smiley and Proctor to keep their seats because I don't think they've done anything to warrant being dismissed, as it were. I think your your four lineup there sounds very feasible. I wonder whether Gornell might be the fourth hard driver if budget is the problem, um, because he could perhaps make his budget work better to the way um, they set up. Although of course Accelerate are almost emulating mm. the hard model by having several teams across several divisions, so maybe budget won't be as big a problem for him this season at Accelerate either. Um, I like to read too much into things that's one of my greatest strengths and indeed weaknesses uh senator proctor put up a announcement on his instagram earlier about racing news incoming it wasn't a picture of a touring car it was a picture of i believe the citroen, C- citroen c1s um which i think probably just means that he might do the the 12 hour or 24 hour citroen c1 race um or it may just be uh, a picture that he's picked and liked and we'll actually be getting an announcement on whether he's got a touring car drive and in what position soon. Yeah, my uh, my love of crypticness <laughs> wonders whether that's a, a hint he's not going to be on the grid. I agree with your, your summation that both Smiley and Senna probably do deserve to retain their seats within Accelerate, um, albeit I was slightly underwhelmed by both of them for a lot of the season, I have to be honest. Given the strong start that the Hyundai had, I was slightly underwhelmed um, as the season developed. I'm not sure on Smiley still. I mean, Senna's still very young and got a lot that he can go on to achieve. With Smiley, I wonder, has he hit the heights and this is now, has he had his peak? Or what What more is there to go with Chris Smiley? I'm not quite sure on, on that one. 
Um, I'm still not particularly happy about the Turkish incident at, uh, at Silverstone, but I will try and move on. Um, but uh, but but going to the racing, uh, you know, you look at Accelerate want to bring through presumably young drivers like Hard do. That's why they've gone Butel. That's why they'll probably go Thompson and Senna. I'm not sure if a Chris Smiley quite fits that mould. Now, I agree, you might need a bit of experience there to help bring these people through. Um, but Senna's very experienced for a man so young um, within the sport. So, I don't know. Smiley's the one I'd have the question mark over, I think. I think the other three you've mentioned nailed on, or should be nailed on, um, terms, etc., sponsorship, etc., uh, pending... Yeah, Smiley's one I'd put the question well, mark we, over. Well, we were mentioning the rumour mill earlier on, and one of the rumours that came out almost directly as a result of the Speedworks announcement was that Accelerate would be looking to get in that marquee driver and that marquee driver to be Ingram. Um, now, whether that is part on the like trade price side, and uh, I, I don't know how they're going to work those those four cars out, but it would be a hell of a coup for a team that's just added two brand new cars and purchased another team effectively to then bring in a driver of that ilk. Um, unless it is the sponsorship money that he brings that means that they've been able to do that and the deal's been set up like halfway through last season. I, I, I don't think that's the case because of the fact that that deal was done so long before the Ingram split from Speedworks. I don't necessarily think that they... Noodles in the pipeline. I, I, from what, from the sounds of Ingram's little five-minute chat thing on Instagram, him and Speedworks have been bashing this out for a long time, trying to find a way to yeah. make this work. It would be an incredible gamble for Accelerate to think it wasn't yeah. going to work, and to to purchase on the basis that Tom might become free of some sponsorship. So I don't necessarily think that's. It doesn't mean he won't be driving there, but I don't think their four cars hinge on whether he can bring the sponsorship with him because it was done so far before, and. From the video Tom released, it appears that him and uh, Toyota have gone down every mm. avenue, every nook and cranny to try and make this work. So I think they'll go for a younger driver. I think we'll get perhaps those three and another to to be their their team and to to nurture and to develop um, in a similar vein. That yeah, Tim especially Hardham. as they they run countless amount of people through the minis that we saw last season and also in the Genettas and the F4. Um, yeah, I I can understand why there would be a development driver as such. Um, although some people may argue that Butel is that driver. Yeah, possibly so, given that he's only in his second season. Um, there's there's a lot of good drivers out there, um, so it wouldn't surprise me if we saw perhaps a a, a younger, lesser known figure take up one of the seats at uh, Accelerate. Given that Bobby's now fairly experienced, Senna's now fairly experienced. Those two. Senna and Bobby could quite easily be the two flagship yep. drivers. I think Bobby's good enough to be the flagship driver alongside Senna, with then two, quote, lessers in the background to, to nurture, to develop, to, to come through. To the, mentor. Yeah, and cut their teeth, um, as it were. Um, if we move on now to Sicily, we've mentioned them briefly before. Um we know that the Mercedes is no longer mm. R.I.P. Finally. Um, Morgan was... Yeah, finally. Morgan did still manage to get some ridiculous results out of that thing last year. Um, I reckon in 50 years' time, he'll still find a way to make that <laughs> competitive. But they're going to BMW 3 Series uh, from WSR. So we expect Sicily to be incredibly competitive next season. Um 
We expect Adam Morgan to be one of the drivers. Neither driver has been announced. We know there's two seats, uh, and we know it's effectively Morgan's mm. baby, so I'd be uh, shocked if it's not Adam Morgan. Then we get on to who the second driver is going to be, and for me, it's between one of three. Yep. Um, my three would be Andy Jordan, Tom Ingram, or Dan Robottom would be the three that I think are probably the most likely. Um, out of those three, just do you disagree with um, any of those? Robottom is a bit of a question mark for me. Um, I know that he went and did some Euro NASCAR. Um, last season, because obviously Cataclean and his sponsors had to had to step away from giving him the the support in the touring cars, uh, which meant that he wasn't able to get a drive. And obviously Butel stepped in and and took good advantage of that. Um, and with him moving on, yes, I could see Robottom coming back. Uh, depends what his budget is like and and what he's looking for um i don't know whether whether uh his family situation now means that he wants to stay in the uk more or whether he has a season out as he's just got a newborn baby um so it will be interesting to see whether he would take up that option if he is offered it um tom ingram we've already spoken about um think would fit in lovely into that team um working alongside morgan that could be an extremely competitive pairing if they were to link up uh it'll be interested to see whether there is any data sharing from that three series um of the wsr team to sicily if there is there could be a few on-track fights between all five of them as we expect wsr to run three cars and that's part of the reason that I probably don't see Jordan going there. Um, and because WSR have confirmed that they will be looking to run three cars for the follow- or the, the coming season, should I say, I think Jordan has first refusal on that th- third seat at WSR. Um, as long as he's able to get the, the budget together and BMW seem to be willing to to fund the rest of what he couldn't find with Pertec leaving... Um, for last season and it was just down to commercial differences that they weren't able to do it and the the issues with COVID and stuff then I think he gets ref- first refusal on that seat which is why I only see this Sicily seat between yes probably three drivers but I think it's between Ingram, Robottom and a complete unknown Can I add a fourth to the mix I've just thought of? Oh go on then shuffle it up do you think Tom Oliphant could find himself almost demoted back to... Obviously, he came through with um, that team in the Mercedes. I think he was in the, the lurid green Mercedes. He was. Do you think that he might find himself back there as his BMW if they are to enter some form of data share agreement? Do you think that Morgan could perhaps take his place at WSR, having proven himself? I think. I think it's a question mark of how arm's length is this or how close is this deal is this now mm. a effectively as you mentioned there a data share similar to btc and team dynamics and perhaps a more closed knit uh, thing or is this now a case of wsr are going to become like mercedes and ferrari and f1 customer teams that sell on cars to other drivers mm. because if it's the latter then i don't think any of my previous few moments there make any sense however if it's a more close-knit thing i do wonder whether oliphant might find himself back at sicily 
with those two seats being at WSR, perhaps for Tom Ingram, perhaps for Matt Jackson, perhaps for, I mean, it could be Stephen Jelly going back there. It could be Rob Collar goes there, Rory Butcher goes there. I mean, or we keep it as Turkerton Oliphant and another, and Morgan and another. So I'm, I'm not, given the history between Oliphant and the team, I wouldn't be 100% surprised if it was Oliphant back there. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Uh, however, I think that Oliphant had done enough last season to warrant keeping his seat at WSR, uh, considering the, the circumstances. Um, I think if Jordan had been there as a third car last season and Oliphant hadn't uh, hadn't finished where he did in the championship and in races that he he got close with, um, then that may be a different matter. But I think the fact that he was the only backup driver and he did a sufficient job, obviously they, they went on to win the constructors. Um, I, I think he's done enough. Um, and yeah, I, I think it is just a case of uh, Sicily have bought these cars from WSR who have built them. Yeah, I, I think that's more likely, but obviously trying to cover all bases. I say I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if Oliphant went down there, albeit I think you're right, what more do you want from him mm. when Kirkton is the clear Hamilton of the team and you're the Bottas, so <laughs> yeah. Um moving on then to uh number five, uh motor base. Uh, news this morning that uh, Dave Bartram is stepping aside to be replaced by Sean Hollenby and Pete Osborne Sr., father to Sam Osborne. Um, we assume they'll run three th- Fords again. We assume it would be the Fords from last year. I'm not going to change it there, but they were very late to the party announcements last time out, so anything's possible. And as Sam Osborne's dad is now uh, involved in the team, one would assume one of those seats would go to Sam Osborne. Yes, um, it was... A purchase that I was not expecting. Um, no. I didn't see Motorbase, well, Dave Bartram stepping down anytime soon. I thought he was doing doing fairly well, but he he's said in the statement today that he's got a big birthday coming up yet next yeah, next year, and um, it it feels like a good time to step back. And I wonder whether he's looking at this being a good time to step back, as the regulation changes will come in, and he'll go okay this is a challenge for someone new i've had my time of of where i've had great success with that team and last last year epitomized that in a car that we thought oh they've made a change they've gone back to the st rather than the rs focus and we weren't sure how it was gonna perform and it came flying out the box and was a car that probably should have been there at the end of the season if it weren't for some uh, questionable driving from Mr. Butcher um, at questionable moments. Um, he could have quite easily been well in that title fight. Um, and yeah, I certainly think the team will keep that focus ST for the next season because of the competitiveness it showed. And yeah, I think having Pete Osborne there um as one of the directors behind the scenes um that sam is almost guaranteed to get one of the seats there uh, so it will be very interesting to see how the three current motorbase drivers how they fit into that 
Now, obviously, there have been rumours of Rory possibly moving to Toyota Gazoo, as we've already spoken about. But we also know that he's had uh, a great relationship with Hollenby at AMD RCIB when they were running the Civics, before that moved on to BMB Motorsport. Now, I wonder whether that would be enough to keep him there for another season um, and be their star driver. Um, Ollie Jackson last season produced his best season that he's ever had taking two wins along the way um, and I think it would be really cruel if he didn't get a drive at the team let alone in the touring cars because uh, I certainly think he has done enough and proven himself but then there's also the question of what Tom Chilton's been up to over the break um, and changing his profile pictures on his social media back to the, the shredded wheat motorbase days and as we'll get on to uh, in a minute, the the fact that BTC have announced both or two drivers um, with no recognition that there may or may not be a third car. So at the moment we have, what's that, one, two, three, that's four drivers to go into three seats. And then we've got the question of Andy Neat, who posted on social media over the winter of uh, confirming that he's got his race license for this coming season. Um sparking rumours of whether he'd be back and I think he surprised us last season um, certainly for the first half in his quality of driving uh, he looked like he'd learnt from his mistakes of his previous time in touring cars um, although there were some questionable, po- questionable points in the second half of the season Yeah, I think that obviously Andy Neat also brings money yes. to the team um, which given they ran about a main sponsor last season could be pivotal depending on what they've got behind the scenes ready as their sponsorships this year I wouldn't last season I wouldn't be too surprised if we see do you remember the black and red golf with the AMD tuning I I wouldn't be surprised if we see them running that sponsorship next season or this coming season no that that would make sense there's also a lot of um, sort of Ferrari last season that flash Shedden might be in one of the cars he is of course without a touring car seat as things stand so I don't think he's completely ruled out of being there though I'd expect if he's back he'd be at Dynamics but I mean I think he'd take a seat somewhere um, I, I'm, I've got a horrible feeling Ollie Jackson is going to miss out this season from Motorbase and you're shaking your head I don't think that's dis- disagreeing with me I just think that the way there's too many drivers and too little seats. I've got a horrible feeling he'll miss out. It would out. be cruel. Hopefully he gets a drive elsewhere, if that does happen. Um, because I think that would be particularly harsh given the season he's just had. Um, I think that if we're going to have three cars, and assuming Motorbase are going to run three cars, um, I think we'll probably see Chilton and Osborne. And then another, which could be anything from Nicholas Hamilton, Michael Kane. Andy Neat, Gordon Shedden, Ollie Jackson. There's a lot of uh, drivers that go into those seats. I, I hope it's Jackson. I really do. Um, but I've just got this horrible, nagging suspicion that he might miss out on this one. Although, of course, he has worked, I think, with Hollandby as well in the past. I believe, didn't he drive with the AMD Golfs some time yes, ago? Yes, he has. Yeah. So, uh, and as for Andy Neat, yeah, he started the season well and it all went downhill from there, I think it's fair to say. Uh, Rob Card as well as another person that might want to come back to the touring cars having a season away. He's raced at Motorbase before. 
Matt Jackson, if he doesn't get the PMR. Seat. Although I think Rob Collard is pretty happy with how last season went when he won the British GT Championship. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So. But I mean, he's a he's a driver that might want to return. So I think motorbase is, is a particular one of interest because, I mean, they might even shock us completely and not have Sam Osborne there. Maybe he will stay yeah. at MB as a this for this season as part of the deal. I don't know. Um, but I, I would have thought that Osborne would be there, given that MB have already announced that Jake Hill will be driving for them. It would have made sense for Osborne to have been announced at the same time. Um, with Motorbase, and I think that is one to keep an eye on as we... <laughs> and we'll, and will, we get, as of yet. will we get the announcements like three days before the start of the test day? <laughs> like last I, year? I don't think so on this one, because I think... No. If nothing else, Hollandby is an excellent uh, marketer, excellent... Um, social mediaist when it comes to the touring cars I, I don't think so no um, if we move on to the last piece of concrete news then um, it's one we can't really speculate too much about no. um, although I found I found ways don't worry you it's, always uh, find ways BTC, to speculate BTC have announced their drivers for the year uh, and we've got Josh Cook who I thought was moving on given a fairly cryptic Instagram post he'd written um, Michael Kreese, um suggestions they're back to two cars yes uh, very unusual for a team to announce two drivers at once first of all yep um, and certainly two drivers that were there last season and leaving out arguably their biggest driver from last season in Tom Chilton name wise uh, and name wise yeah. yes okay and so yes that does um, create question marks, especially with the activity that we've already spoken about on Tom's social media, um, completely removing the fact that he, he drives BTC racing. And yeah, if if they are moving back down to a two-car team, uh, I think Cook and Crease is solid. Um, they know what they're going to get from those two drivers. Um but yes, I was fully expecting Cook to move on as well, and we all thought, or certainly you and I thought, oh, he's got to go to Sicily, hasn't he? That that would make a great partnership, him and him and Morgan. Um, but yes, they they've announced both drivers. We can, of course, still speculate on two things: whether they'll run a third car or not. Yep. But given the way it's been announced, I don't think they are running a third car. No. Um, and will they continue with the FK8? I think they will. One assumes yes. I think they will continue with the FK8. Um, I don't see why they would change. Um, obviously, they, well, neither them or Dynamics have had the success in the FK8 that we would be expecting, considering the success that the FK2 has had. There have been several memes on social media about how the FK2 is still so competitive and has won championships before. Um, so yeah, I, I don't see them changing car. Um, whether they'll be running that third car, I very much doubt it. Looking at how other teams are now setting up, obviously the the Laser Tools Team Hard Outfit have gained another license from somewhere, which we are possible to presume is the Matt Simpson license from last season. Um, so that clears up one of them. And the, the extra license that Toyota Gazoo Racing could now be running could be this other license from BTC, um, which would tie up all the licenses that we would expect to be there, um, with Toka allowing that full 30-car grid. Obviously, they keep a couple in reserve, which would be nice to see them allocated, um, but personally, I don't see it happening. No, I would agree. 
Well, I think that pretty much sums up what we know in terms of the news with a healthy dose of speculation thrown in for good measure. Um, obviously, Media Day will be upon us before we know it. Um, Mid-March is usually the time it comes. Uh, and we're only now three months away from the opening rounds of the touring cars. Less than. Uh, so I would expect multiple announcements within the next month and a half. Um I've enjoyed this. It's been good to be back, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully we can use this as a platform to to get the pod up and running for 2021. Yeah, we're looking to come back uh, bigger this year. Uh, we appreciate all your support that we've had. Uh, we had a look at our Spotify numbers over the winter break, and we couldn't quite believe the response that we've had. Um, so we we thank you greatly uh, for everyone that listens and subscribes and um, shares it amongst friends. Um, yeah, I had to do a, an in-depth count to prove that the numbers <laughs> were right because you wouldn't believe no. that they were no. correct. So I had to actually go into deep into the stats to find a way to prove to you that the numbers were correct that that was pretty cool yeah. that was pretty yeah. cool um but yeah the, this is us back now um and we'll be bringing you updates this is more of a, a a tester pod to make sure that the technology that we're now using works um and we will be looking to bring you a full season review uh possibly in two parts just to keep you uh, on the edge of the edge of your seats um and to make sure that we've got enough podcasts to keep you um, listening week upon week yep uh, as I mentioned earlier there will also be a few more articles going up on the website so do check that out from next week five questions that still need answering which is for those who like to speculate basically me going off on a waffle on what I'm speculating about it's much better than that when you actually read it though please believe me please read it um, but until then thank you as ever for listening don't forget to like share and subscribe and of course speculate with us what do you think who's going where in your book who's brother's mother's friend has told you where somebody is going let's uh let's get the rumor mill started in earnest let's start the conversation stay safe look after each other and we'll see you soon see you soon remember to subscribe follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates you can also find us on instagram twitter and facebook by just searching for btcp british touring car podcast and you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 